welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Objectively Wrong, presented by The Next Men Up. As always, I'm John, and that's Abtine. Did you shave? No. Really? No, I did not. Oh, how about that? I feel I feel like it like it looks shorter. I, um, I mean, this is this is the length I keep it at. No, I know it is, but like yeah. you've had it bigger yeah I think when, you've had it bigger recently yeah when you don't when you don't go outside because of studying for hours upon hours upon hours and no classes you don't right. you don't shave yeah. <laughs> not fair enough um the reason reason i want to break reason i mentioned that and it's one thing i didn't put in the script but i wanted to make sure that we mentioned it today okay. is we had a meeting yesterday Abtine and i with our editor not kevin the intern this is chris fedditor Chris Theditor. Chris Theditor. Uh, Chris Theditor. And uh, what is, is the editor at large? Yeah. That's what we put him as. Large. Uh, so in the next couple of months, we're going to be bringing you some, 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 some YouTube podcasts. Oh, yeah. Season two is going to be much shorter than season one. <laughs> yeah. So we it, we're, think of it as like a, a soft relaunch. Mm-hmm. This is... You know, we've done, what is this, episode 60 we're doing today? Yeah. Episode 60. Feeling uh, good. Feeling good. We think we're, you know, we think this is enough practice. Let's get real. Uh, Am I going to restart the numbering? <laughs> we'll work on that. We'll talk okay. about it. Uh, that's not going to happen today. But we're, we're very excited. We're starting to kind of go in the direction we want to. I own a ring light. So it's going to, I actually own two ring lights. Oh, can I have the other one? Yeah, but one of I don't really I've never opened either one. I got one a year ago and I have another one now that can also use my phone. So I got to figure out what those do. Okay. So we'll we'll see what happens there. And if not, we'll just go shopping for a ring light and we'll get you one that works. We probably have the same ring light just looking at the same mics though. So although I need to get your pop filter because I think yours is better than mine. I can't wait. I can't wait until we're on video and then like they can actually see like like all the weird things we do. Yeah, we're both very unattractive. So, you know, be, be, be afraid. How dare you? <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Abtine is very sexy. Um, but it was funny. Feeling. What? You have to say it with feeling. With feeling. Abtine is quite sexy. Oh, yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> felt weird to say. Uh, so we, we figured out last night, Chris had never seen my face before. And that was strange because apparently my face does not go with my voice which is fine and you may have the same reaction but you know it's time goes, i think mine goes with my voice i i think your face yeah. and your voice match up i really do i don't i i do you also think my face does not go with my voice no because i never thought about it all right fair enough that's true you you met me face to face so it's <laughs> probably just like this is this person's voice done <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, so just so you know, that's that's coming soon. Not before the Super Bowl. Probably closer to another time. We'll let you know. Uh, but for the purposes of today, we've we got some news. Let's We're take gonna... one second. One second What's to up? mourn one thing. Both our teams losing in the playoffs. <laughs> I'm not even mourning it. I think I was ready for it. I think I was more ready than you were. I, I ate some ice cream and I'm okay now. <laughs> I watched Dallas lose too, and I'm good. Uh, in just the most hilarious fashion. We'll talk about it though. Uh, and that's, I mean, we'll talk about some officiating things. I think there's two different, two specific officiating things we'll mention today for sure. One in the Raider game and one in the Dallas game. 
But uh, but the first thing we want to talk about is also Raider related. Oh yeah. Uh, the Raiders have fired Mike Mayock, the general manager. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were following along with us all year, or just the NFL in general, or if you you know have access to the internet in any capacity, you will know that John Gruden was the head coach of the Raiders and was fired months ago for being a fired racist. or resigned. Yeah, both. But anyway, which one matters in a lawsuit? Because that's yeah. the one it's going to be. <laughs> Good question. I think that I think the deadline to answer that lawsuit is today, by the way, for the really? NFL. I think okay. the NFL's deadline to answer the lawsuit is today. And they will. I'm sure they will. So the but we're not talking about law today. Mayock was fired and Gruden was fired. So both are removed in some capacity. Gruden's not there. Doesn't matter. Gruden and Mayock are both gone. Bye bye. Which I've been telling you you should have done a long time ago. Both of them are gone. Rich Pisaccia was a Gruden hire who has served as the interim head coach this year. I believe his record this year was seven and five. Um, In relief, I think that's what I read today. I think it was six and five going into playoffs. I'm pretty sure. Or was it six and five going into that final week? I think it was six and five into the final week and seven and five regular season. Yeah. That's what it ended up being. And then it ended up being seven and six with a loss to Cincinnati this week. Honestly, no. Not bad. Not bad, considering the amount of no- – the Raiders did not deserve to be where they were this year, but they worked their asses off and got there. We are getting a 30 for 30 for this season. It has to be. You have to. I, 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 that's bananas what has happened this year for the Raiders. So, as we speak, Rich Pisaccia is meeting with Mark Davis to discuss his future as the head coach of the Raiders. It's January 19th. It is January 19th. There is a chance – that we find out today, unlikely, but there's a chance we find out on this podcast, which reminds me, I'm going to make sure I have Twitter open. I already got you. Okay, cool. Um, there's a chance that we find out on this episode that Rich Passaccia will be retained as the head coach. That will be the first head coach hiring of the semester. Which is semester, <laughs> semester, off season. You were talking about studying crap. It got me into school brain. Which is crazy, isn't it? Right? If, that's, if that's the first uh, hire of the yeah. of the semester offseason. <laughs> Don't even say the word semester anymore. The fact that we are now a week and a half past Black Monday, effectively, is, uh, is interesting. I'm okay with it. Everyone's taking their time to hire who they believe is the right GM and coach. I like that. You know, I, I'm fine with it, but you are going to need to – you need to you need to take your time, but you also you also you need to take your time, and you have to get going. You know, I think the, I think the GM one you need to get going. It like seems right like now. it seems like Dan Quinn is like the most popular man on the street. I right don't now. get it. I don't I either. Don't get it? But he is. They, popular. they made they, they they turned over. There was a lot of turnovers for the Dallas defense. Yeah, but was it really that good? Besides that, you know, it, the 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 emergence of Micah Parsons. You know, do you attribute that to coaching or not? I don't. I don't I don't, I don't really. We had, him, I, we had him as a top five player going into the draft. I think I had him as my two. And he, I think he was playing. my. Pl- I think it was my BPA number two behind he's, Pitts. He's playing like he should be. Yeah. By the way, so did Pitts. But anyway, um, uh, I, I'm going to get a tattoo of Mike Pitts on my face. Like I'm just going to get Mike Kyle. Uh, a Kyle. A Kyle. I say Mike Pitts. Yeah. That's a former Eagle. I'm going to get a Kyle Pitts tattoo on my face. 
Uh, I'm not actually. Maybe if you're lucky, he'll he'll be traded eventually to you. He's from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Dan Quinn's a very popular man right now. Uh, I'm surprised that – I kind of thought we would have had a Rich Passaccia answer by now. It always seems like Mark Davis is like two days behind where he should be. He's slow. He is slow. Like every um, every single like act that Mark Davis does is slow. He was slow to force John Gruden to resign slash fire. <laughs> he was slow to speak on it. Yeah. He was extremely slow to speak on it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. This is this is gonna be peculiar. Uh we're 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 ready for some new some new blood in in Vegas though. I'm I'm assuming I I I, I, I think that's such a bad turn of phrase you could have used after this year, but yeah. <laughs> a lot of shit happened with the Raiders this year. Really just not a fun year for them. So anyway, we'll see how that goes. We've got our eyes on it. Generally speaking, if you're firing the GM and the coach is an interim, you're. I'm assuming that the interim probably won't stay, but you we'll see. Clean, like, Cl- totally clean slate. See, when uh, we're talking about the Raiders because it's our first topic, so let's talk about the Raiders. Uh, wouldn't you want to hire the GM and have the GM sitting in with the coaching interviews? Not necessarily. I think the only way you don't is if you're hiring one of those like head coaches that kind of like deserve to be ahead of future GMs, you know, like by the way, (laughs) by by the, by the way, I I just got to make it clear. Like there's Vegas odds right now. It's a Jim Harbaugh is the number one highest, uh, highest odds higher for the Raiders. And that Mike Tomlin is number two. That was updated for this morning. Absolutely not. How is he number two? If Mike Tomlin ends up leaving Pittsburgh and coaching the Raiders, I almost want to make like some messed up bet. Okay. But, it's not, but I, I'm no, not make, make, to, make the bet, make the bet. I'm not gonna, because the NFL is so crazy. Buy me a steak dinner, John. <laughs> you already owe me one. That's true. So that's, there's your bet. <laughs> so what's so you either owe me two or we go back to nothing. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't, I, I only win on this one. <laughs> either, either we go back to nothing or even funnier. We do two different steak restaurants. <laughs> And you have to buy both. No, 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 no. You buy one. I buy one. No. How's that? Think about it. If we go back to nothing, it means I lost the bet. Yeah, but but why why lose steak when you can just have double steak? <laughs> that you pay for. No, no, no. I pay for one. You pay for one. That's how. No, that's not how the bet. I win nothing in this bet. Exactly. Now you're. And winning. I'm not making the bet. <laughs> So I, I can't, I'm not making a bet where I physically can't win. <laughs> Even if something, by act of God, I lose the bet. Like, it doesn't matter. I, I don't see Tomlin leaving, especially in the pressers he's been doing the past couple of weeks. I don't see Harbaugh leaving based on his hiring pattern. He's been going through the past couple of weeks in Michigan. Oh, actually, uh, I never read that article to you, the Wolverine Digest from SI. What, give, give me some cliff notes. Um, okay, cliff notes. The position hiring means nothing. <laughs> the current feeling around uh the Wolverines like reporters over there is that he he will leave. He's very interested in the Raiders job and the Giants job. <laughs> He's interested in the Giants job too. I don't uh, want him to get that job. Another another thing that I actually didn't see anywhere else. Did you know his wife? was a teacher in Vegas. They met. They met in Vegas. 
I didn't know that, but that tracks. Like, there's roots there. There's a lot of roots in Vegas. Um, and basically, the whole hiring position coaches recruiting that he's doing right now is just because, according to like their reporter, he will never stop working. So Probably he will not. work that job until he, it's not his job. So there you go. And then the Raiders are also requesting to interview Ed Dodds. <laughs> so there, there's, there are a lot of uh, Vic Fangio's available if he wants him as his defensive coordinator again. So there's a lot of pieces here. Uh, Pep Hamilton. Was it, was it Pep Hamilton? Yeah, Pep, Pep Hamilton, Hamilton denied an interview with the Carolina Panthers for the offensive coordinator job. Listen, the Raiders could reassemble the Niners, but you're, you've got a quarterback that doesn't fit Harbaugh, so what are you going to do at that point? He did it with Alex Smith. He literally benched Alex Smith. Try again. Oh, so he'll probably if if Harbaugh comes, you're going to bench you're going to bench Carr for Mariota. That's no, kind of like I'm, Kaepernick. What I'm saying is, uh, I could see them uh, drafting, you know, like a running style raw quarterback, Willis. like that Kaepernick was, Willis. like a Malik Willis. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That's an idea. I mean, you've got Tomlin out here talking about the mobile quarterback, too, and that could also be Willis for Pittsburgh. Uh, but, yeah, how, how many years did Harbaugh stick with Alex Smith? Like two or three, right? One. He was with one? one oh, with Kansas yeah. City, that was a lot longer. He went to Kansas City. It wasn't long at all. He and then Smith, very long but at Smith all. had to get injured. Smith had to get injured. What, in San Fran? In San Fran, Smith was hey, injured. He, like, stubbed a toe, though. He's back a couple weeks later, okay. and he just lost the job. No, he wasn't playing well. I mean, it's just that simple. He he stopped playing this quarterback, and then he traded him. So, anyways, for not very much. But anyways, the the incoming GM and incoming head coach will have decisions to make, including a Derek Carr extension. There's a lot of decisions yeah. to make when it comes to the Raiders. So it's maybe that's why right maybe now. that's why Davis is taking so long. But we'll see. Well, let's talk about the wild card. Hell of a wild card games. Weird wild card weekend. Now let's get a couple things out of the way real quick. Two games I don't really want to talk about very much at all. Okay. Uh, Buffalo and New England. Great game. And Pittsburgh and Kansas City. <laughs> Great game. Pittsburgh and Kansas City was a complete dumpster fire. Pittsburgh didn't belong there. Done. Right? Pittsburgh did scored, mi- scored the most points for a loser that did week. I, did I miss anything? Um, ben Roethlisberger looked like a, a suburban, like a general suburban dad. Trying to play to retirement. Welcome to retirement. Go the hell away from the NFL. Yeah, league. get out of here. Goodbye. Yeah. Done. I don't want to see you again. Done. Uh, Kansas City looked as stable as they looked in weeks. Even the Pittsburgh defense didn't have an answer. Yeah. I know the Pittsburgh offense is no good, but the Pittsburgh defense was outmatched. Kansas City is firing. If Kansas City maintains that firing, look out. It might be hot. And that's all I got on that game. Other game. New England Buffalo. Wow, Buffalo could not have done anything wrong if they wanted to. Buffalo was like a rabid animal. <laughs> Buffalo, everything worked for them, and they never let off the gas. They basically went in and told New England that not only that you don't belong here, we're still pissed off about the first game. <laughs> and um, you know what? Credit to New England. You didn't have a team that should have made the playoffs, but coaching and Mac Jones playing well for in the middle of the season brought you there. The Buffalo Bills took 20 years of frustration out of New England the other night and they just kept doing it and they kept doing it. It was what 47 to 10 
was the final. And you know what? They'll probably see them again next year in the playoffs. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they'll see them twice in the regular season too. Yeah, but uh, I don't think those games matter as much. Who knows at this point? Uh, Josh Allen. Is hot like, at the right time. Starting to look like the best quarterback of that draft. How is Brian Dable not like a bigger head coach? In Brian Dable should be interviewed by every single team. Did you see the Raiders? Like those odds for Brian Dable? He was 14. Crazy low. Yeah. Yeah, but Mike Tomlin, that's going to happen. Okay. So, so yes, yeah, so there's that. Uh, let's go to – I, I want to leave Raiders and Bengals off for a little bit. Okay. Um, what's next? You want to do Philly, Tampa? Sure. Did sure. not go as I expected whatsoever. Philly sucks. Uh, Tampa was ready. Jalen Hurts was not. Golly, were we not ready. Jalen Hurts had his second worst game of the season. My only, my only problem is when you started running the football in the third quarter and it was working like a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. how, come, how come you started the game off passing? Or running outside for some reason. <laughs> well, outside to get away from Vea, passing because the secondary is no good. But here's what I will say. Playing good. Here's the first time I'm probably ever going to say that. I haven't said this yet. Okay. But I'm going to say it now. Jalen Rieger, go away. I was very high on you. Coming out of TCU. You were very, very I was high. very high on him. I had a first round grade on him when very few other people did. I bought in. Not only, and this is where I just this is where I jumped off the wagon. I totally jumped off because I did not recognize this at TCU at all because it didn't look like it, this was not who he was as a player back then. It does not appear as if Jalen Rieger gives a crap that he's not producing because he's not like, he's not producing. There's nothing good happening there. Do you know who outgained him yards from scrimmage this season? Kenny Gainwell, Henry Ruggs. (laughs) Henry Ruggs has been in jail for three months. Henry Ruggs has been in jail for three months and Jalen Rieger could not match him for yards. Brutal, brutal. Henry Ruggs has more yards this year in six weeks than Rieger had all year. Not acceptable. Really not acceptable. So if the Eagles can find a way to move on, I think that'd be ideal. I don't think they'll be able to find that. No, I think he's your wide receiver three next year. He will not be three. I promise you that. He won't be three. Quez Watkins will pass him. Okay, so he's your wide receiver four. He's the uh, best four. If you look at the target list, right, the target share, you're going to have Smith, Goddard, then whoever you draft. Here's what I'm operating on. I'm operating on the assumption that I believe the Eagles are going to sign a major wide receiver free agent. Oh, I, we'll, I believe we'll that's talk about one of those. Which one? The one that's likely to be traded, not signed. Calvin Ridley? Oh, that's a different one. Yeah, I was talking. I'm not talking about Ridley. I don't. I don't think we're doing Ridley. But uh, just after what I've learned the past couple of weeks, I don't think we're doing Ridley. But th- there's a lot of talent in the wide receiver pool in free agency. Devonte Adams, we expect to be tagged, but there's Allen Robinson, 
There's Chris Godwin. There's a couple others. Godwin coming off an injury. Godwin's coming off injury, but he's only 25. So plays bigger than the six foot one that he is. You know, it's an excitable player. There, there's some options in, in, in at, at receiver. So if Philly wants to go get themselves a bona fide WR one, there's there are players that you can do that for. So we'll see. I believe we're going to sign one of them. Uh, Mike Williams is out there too. You'd sign Mike Williams. Yeah, but you said bona fide wide receiver one. Well, I can get two. I, I'll have two WR twos and then a three and then a seven, and then we're good at wide receiver. Yes, Rieger is a WR seven. So, uh, and then Goddard TE one, and then you get a, get a hold of a TE two. That's not that hard to do. You can draft a TE two late. So, there's there's some ballers that, that the Eagles can get a hold of. But I am officially on the on the bandwagon of hold those picks. Do not trade them for quarterback. Don't do it. There's no reason. You are not a quarterback away. If I hear any rumor about the Eagles going after Russell Wilson, I'm going to jump off a jump off a bridge. I would love to see that. You love to see me jump off a bridge? No, I would love to see Russell Wilson in, in Philly. Listen, obviously he'd be amazing, but like I don't I actually think I actually think it fits really well. No, it doesn't. No, it <laughs> doesn't. Offense. I think why it would it, team, why would that fit? Because you have a team. Stop. Before you just think about it for one second. Think about it. The team's not good. He's 33. What are you talking about? I think if you have a chance to get a top five quarterback, and he usually is, you say screw everything else and just do it. Okay. And how do you build around him? Smith is a, already a good piece. Sure. Dallas Goddard's a great piece for Russell Wilson. Sure. Uh, your running game, for some reason, works well. Because <laughs> the old line's top three. So Russell Wilson will have time. Okay. What do, I do about my, what do I do about my defense? Are you worried about that later? No, no, you stop. You don't do that because <laughs> Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl with what? The top defense in football. Okay. He won a, he, and he got to win a Super Bowl with what? The second best defense in football that year. So, no, you need a defense too. It's football, it's a whole team. You need a whole team. And we don't have jack shit on defense. Our best defensive players are all over 30. Derek Barnett is probably leaving via free agency because the guy has underperformed his entire career so far. Josh Sweat probably got paid too much money. Vernon, uh, not Vernon, uh, Javon Hargrave, great player, probably got paid a touch too much money. But that was free agency tax. Secondary, Slay is over 30. Steve Nelson is 29 and hitting the free agent market. I don't have a safety at either spot. Anthony Harris stunk. And, uh, well, he didn't stink, but he was no good. And Rodney McLeod is leaving via free agency and is also in his 30s. I've got problems in defense. And if you can name me two linebackers on the Eagles, I'll give you a million dollars. Oh, okay. I can do this. Two current linebackers on the Eagles. First and um, last name. Okay. I can't do first name. <laughs> I know for a fact I cannot do first name. Can you do last name? For one of them, I think. For one person? Yeah. Who is it? Uh, the safety from a small school that plays nope. special teams and linebacker for you. Who? Oh. No, get off the internet. I'm not on the internet yet. Get off the internet. <laughs> well, I'm not paying you then. Okay. You were never going to pay me anyways. No, I wasn't. <laughs> oh, Avery. Gennard Avery is not a linebacker for us. He plays end. He plays he end. Got, he barely, he barely, 
And by the way, he barely plays. He's listed so, as a linebacker. Oh, I, I know he is. That's a guard. He go who? Nothing. <laughs> a guard? Yeah. Yeah, he plays some end. He plays TJ a little bit of TJ Edwards had a bad game. I remember looking yeah, at He had a bad game, but he's had a good year. I'll give TJ Edwards some credit. No, I mean, no, Daniel, Alex Singleton. Singleton's my favorite one of your linebackers. Yeah, and Singleton had a, <laughs> and he, and he had a garbage season. He's always um, out of position. What's funny is he's actually a great tackler. Like, once his hands are on you, you're probably going down, but he's not fast enough and does not get to where he has to be quick enough. Why is your defensive coordinator getting head coaching offers? That's a great <laughs> question. <laughs> we're trying to practice eliminating the f word and i just ruined that that's okay it's only the first one of the day we'll go back to none it's all right we got two months to get better at it all right what's the next game that we want to talk about tampa bay looked fine all right actually they did not look great honestly tampa bay tampa didn't look good at all they looked like they were there and they did not make mistakes and they won the game but they didn't really impress no very much. no that that performance is not beating the Rams, who they played this week, and it's not beating Green Bay. They need to, oh God, what are you yawning? They need to step it up. They need to step it up big time. Uh, yeah, I know they're injured, but for God's sake, you got to figure it out. Next game, Arizona and the Rams. Next game, Fire Kingsbury. Arizona laid an egg. <laughs> it is. It is time. To move on from Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. We've already said multiple times uh, on this pod that his late season collapses are a problem. Something I want to mention, because I saw this today, uh, an anonymous Raider uh, who played under John Gruden last year, at least for sure, uh, talked about how John Gruden kept on practicing uh, as hard. Like he called it like grinding like we were in the beginning of the season, late in the season, and said that that had a reason for why they kept on collapsing because we were kept on getting ground and ground and ground. So what if Cliff's doing the same thing? There's no way Cliff's doing the same thing. Okay. Yeah, there's no way. Cliff Kingsbury, I only, by watching what the Cardinals are doing, it's almost like they're not practicing at all. I, I think the difference, the Raiders are getting tired because <laughs> their coach is a lunatic. I think the Cardinals are just poorly coached. I, I think it's that simple. I thought the Raiders were poorly coached too, but it's a different type of poor coaching. Kingsbury was never qualified here. Kyler Murray's regressed since his injury. He was great before his injury. Uh, no DeAndre Hopkins because of injury. Yep. Uh, Buda Baker's fine, thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Kim Akers dropped the boom. Mm-hmm. Legal uh, hit. Totally legal. I don't know. It's just... Um, the Cardinals did what they've been doing under Cliff Kingsbury. They collapsed. And there's really nothing, nothing to say here. Uh, the JJ Rams. Watt, JJ Watts call, basically said the team this season, utter failure. Mm-hmm. Right. Exact word he uses failure. Uh, the Rams had the playoff game of their dream. Yep. Uh, everything worked out. Every trade <laughs> that they made to get here showed up on that game. I think Stafford <laughs> threw 19 passes. Uh, I don't think he threw Miller got a sack. <laughs> Odell Beckham threw a pass for 40 yards. And he got a touchdown, didn't he? I think Cup only had two catches. Yeah. Yeah. He has uh, a, yeah uh, Beckham, Beckham got in the end zone. So, yeah. The Rams. Cam Akers looked fine. Five and a half months after. Off his five-month Achilles recovery. So, the Rams had fun. The Rams had a lot of fun that day. 
they what a talk. bad way to end but also the per, like perfect description for wildcard weekend that was it was that game bad yeah. bad football but <laughs> that kept on happening when it came yeah. to wildcard weekend yeah um not, so i think we only have two more left right what's the other one we oh have- dallas and san fran let's do let's do raiders Bengals first all right the Bengals outplayed and were the better team I mean that's just what happened. <laughs> yep, it is. I I I I don't want to talk about that officiating uh, snafu. The, the much. officiating, okay. Ignoring the snafu, the officiating was not good. <laughs> it uh, wasn't ideal. It was, it was not worst, a great game. It was not a well officiated game at all. It was the worst of the week. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't look. I don't search out Raider penalties while I'm watching the game. Which, by the way, is interesting because the last Raider game against the Chargers, probably the best officiated game of the season. Oh, yeah. Uh, Probably the best officiating job of the season. It was perfect. Jerome Boger's crew is off the playoffs because of this game. Yep. There were there were a couple of false starts, I think, that were pretty clearly missed against the Bengals. I uh, saw a few on both sides, but you're right. They were, they uh, were missed. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say I look for penalties when, when my team's on offense. I, I look for Alex Leatherwood. He committed at least six. Uh, what do we learn from this? The Raiders offensive line is undisciplined because you had chance after chance to win that game and plays kept on getting wiped off by holding and uh, and just what was it? Not offsides. It was false start. False it was uh, illegal man. Formation. Ineligible man downfield. That was Leatherwood. Yeah. So the offensive line coach, whoever's the next one, just drill them. They need, they need discipline. <laughs> can, I tell, can I tell you right now? If I were built, I, I you know I watch a ton of O line tape. Mm-hmm. The only O lineman I would, I I look at your O line and there are five players on it, and there's only one where I'm like, you know what? Fine, you can stay. I'm not thrilled about it, but you can stay. And it's Colton Miller. He's fine. Like he's if that's the worst part of your line, you're doing good. If he's the best part of your line, you need to build. Um. No, I don't. I don't know O line nearly as good as you. Nearly. Uh, all I all I can say is like what I heard throughout the season. Apparently, Andre James really grew into the role, the center. Uh, but that's all I know. And you know what's he played crazy? center the other day. Yeah, and he got he a penalty. Didn't. He got a penalty. Yeah, he didn't grow into the role at all. I don't. I, I'm telling you right now, the center the other day was a mess. Uh, o line is a unit, mm-hmm. right? You need five players that are all collaboratively and chemically working together. That has to be the case. Mm-hmm. I did not see that this week at all. I saw a completely out of sorts group of men, completely out of sorts. They look completely disorganized and unfocused and uninterested at times. Go get Tom Cable the hell away from my team. Get Tom Cable the hell away from the NFL. Yeah. Uh, anyways, anything else? Uh, let's let's touch Joe on that. Burrow played great. Joe Burrow played great. The Bengals are scary. That's a real football team. They look a year early, but they're they're good. Yeah, they're they're solid. Uh, listen, Jamar Chase is a freak. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like you made a bad draft pick, but I still think you should have considered more O line work. I, I still believe that. Um, uh, this I, I would have gone O line before him. This game and the San Francisco-Dallas game were the only two competitive games this weekend. And they both featured a questionable officiating choice. Mm-hmm. Well, que- you know what's funny is I think the refs are actually 2-0 and on these. 
just as far as getting the game right. But the Raider game one, there is a rule. So I'll paint y'all a word picture. The Bengals are rallying, going down the field. Joe Burrow running to his right, throws a touchdown pass back of the end zone to, who was it, Boyd Higgins? Who cares? It was Higgins. Whatever. And it's caught back of the end zone touchdown. Well, as the ball is midair, there is a whistle blown. Now, it's maybe about half a second between whistle and oh, catch. It was longer than half. It's not, that, it's not as long as you, you're saying. It's probably longer than I'm saying. It's not as long as you're saying. And the ball gets there and is caught. Mm-hmm. Defensive engagement was still on. I will not listen to anybody say that defensive players stopped moving because they did. What about the defensive player? <laughs> he didn't stop moving. He can say he did, okay. but he's lying. Okay. I'm just. I, I watched the tape. He's in pursuit. Like there's no. He's playing. So you know your eyes are going to see more than your ears are going to hear in that respect. So balls caught, touchdown. The whistle was blown prior to the ball being caught. Mm-hmm. Ball had been thrown, balls in the air, tweet, catch. The reason the whistle was blown is because the official on the sideline thought Joe Burrow had stepped out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Now, that's ridiculous because he wasn't close. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't close at all. It wasn't close at all. And uh, I can understand why initially it looked close to you and I. Mm-hmm. And then we saw the tape and I'm like, uh, what the hell are they looking at? They're right there. There's no way that was close. Now, the NFL rule states that when a whistle is blown, an errant whistle is blown, the play's dead mm-hmm. where it was blown. So in the NFL rule book, that play should not have been a touchdown. Now, let me let me talk as Go the Raider fan. They were going to score a touchdown on that drive. <laughs> they were going to score a touchdown on that play had yeah. there not been a whistle. But they were also they were also going to score a touchdown on that drive. Now, uh, why Raider fans are pissed is because say they don't score a touchdown and it's a field goal, they don't need to score a touchdown in the final play of the game. They only have to kick a field goal, and Daniel Carlson's been playing out of his mind this year. But uh, if you feel like the How about momentum, that, Minnesota. How about that? The momentum. Of you that, like that? The momentum of that game. It was pretty obvious to me that they were going to score a touchdown on that drive. I don't think that mistake made a difference in that game. I think the Raiders had many more self-inflicted mistakes that caused the difference in that game. I think that's the real... And there's another thing. Yes, the the tuck rule hurts, but, I mean, it's time to, it's time to move on. <laughs> I think 20 years is long enough. Uh, yes, this one hurts. But it's not nearly as bad as the tuck rule was. <laughs> Guys, you shouldn't have even been there. Like, you really didn't belong there. I mean, God. apparently, so did everyone else. No, I mean, apparently, if you look at it, the Eagles didn't belong there. The Steelers didn't belong oh, there. Oh, I could have told you that one. Yeah. Uh, I could have told you both of those. Who else didn't belong there? Carol, uh, not Carolina. The Cardinals didn't belong there. Cardinals, they, you know what's funny? The Cardinals did. They just played like they did. The wild card weekend pretty much showed us that there was a top class to the NFL and utter chaos below it, which is something we knew already. We already knew that. Speaking of chaos, the only true underdog with the W this weekend, San Francisco 49ers Mm -hmm. stopped the Dallas Cowboys. 
in a weird way, but I'm just going to clarify real quick. I'm going to go, I'm going to do the rule first and then we'll talk about the game. The Dallas Cowboys run the ball with Dak Prescott with 14 seconds left to play to try to get in position to take a shot at the end zone from 25 yards out. Kellen Moore called it. Mike McCarthy agreed with the call and Dak Prescott ran it. This was all done. Prescott runs, slides, five, four, three, two, one, zero ball snap spike. They took too long. Now, why'd they take too long? Well, by NFL rule, an official has to spot the football before it is snapped and spiked. And before every play, actually, not just snap and spike. An official has to spot the ball on every single play. Dak Prescott, after he slid, handed the ball not to an official, but to his center. That's incorrect. It needs to go to the official. The official. Not not only that, they picked up the ball and it was three yards off where he was actually. Yeah, they were wrong. They were in the wrong spot. The official comes running in. He booked it. He tried pretty, very pretty briskly. Like yeah. I, I'm giving the ref credit for this. Sprints in to try to spot the ball. And even Dak then, he only moved it back way. one yard. Yeah, he only moved it back one yard. Back too. one yard, which was actually still kind of incorrect. They should have spotted him three more yards back. Dak is literally in his way. He's trying to spot the ball, and he knocks Dak over to try to get to it. Zero seconds. You did it to yourself, Dallas. Again. Again. You did it to yourself. Never fire Mike McCarthy. (laughs) He's like a big, fat Jason Garrett. Is there any chance you think that uh, Mike McCarthy is fired and Dan Quinn gets promoted? No, because Jerry Jones already said he's not firing. I know. I I know he said that. But like, yeah, no, you and I, you and I share that when it's like, well, I know they said it, but really, (laughs) Uh, I, I do believe he's staying. Okay. The guy kept Jason Garrett for almost 10 years. You tell me if he's going to fire McCarthy. Come on. Hey, he's Jason Garrett was his long lost son. He's and his not. other son was in the corner. Yeah, he has <laughs> a son, Stephen Jones. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think he's going anywhere. No, I, I think I think Mike McCarthy is going to be the coach. Until Kellen Moore is the coach. I think that job is Kellen Moore's. When McCarthy decides, that's why that's the same thing. That's why I, I, Josh McDaniels has not gotten an interview this year. You recognize that? I'm, you notice that McDaniels has not an interview yet? I'm kind of surprised that the Raiders haven't requested an interview with him. So the reason is, my guess is the reason is, and I think it's why he didn't take the Colts job back in the day when Frank Reich ended up taking it. Mm-hmm. I think the reason is there's an under the table agreement that's already been made, a verbal agreement that's been made where when Belichick retires, McDaniels is the head coach of the Patriots. And I, I think I guess, that's the deal. And what, like the rest of the NFL just knows it? I think so. I feel I think like, that's where I you're at. I feel like that would have been leaked. I mean, it's kind of been alluded to a, a hundred times. Yeah. Like it's just, it's a thing that people know. So, I mean, listen, if Houston starts interviewing him, if Houston, Houston really should, <laughs> if Houston doesn't interview him, then we, then, know. then we know he's staying there forever. Um, so that's their whole shtick. No interviews for him this year yet, which is crazy. So, uh, you know, and I think the only guy that's been interviewed by every team is Jonathan Gannon for some reason. 
Gerard so, Mayo is getting a lot of love, at least. Gerard Mayo deserves a lot of love. I would do it. Honestly, I would. It's a young guy, former player. I, I'd do it. Why not? Um, So that's where we are with those. As far as the game itself, Dallas showed that they're not ready and they're poorly coached and Dak Prescott might not be good enough. It's kind of crazy. You have CeeDee Lamb, you have Amari Cooper, you have Dalton Schultz, who's good, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, who's good. Uh, you have Dak Prescott. It is so should not be one and done in the playoffs. It is so same shit, different year with the Cowboys, though. They do it every time. The Cowboys do this every year. They start strong. You start to think like, oh, man, could be their year. Then they lay an egg every every time because all Jerry, it's the same thing. I've told I think I've told you this about the Cowboys all the time. The Cowboys are not a team. They are a collection of talent that do not know how to play together ever. They do not know. Now Dalton Schultz hitting free agency. So is Gallup. So is Connor Williams. Dalton Schultz is hitting free agency. Yeah. Yeah. Schultz to free agency. He's a tag candidate. Yeah. G- Gallup is probably gone. Gallup is gone. He's not coming back. And uh, Connor Williams is also a free agent. Also, if you, if you need, like, what would you rank Gallup as a wide receiver two or three? I think he has two. I think he can be a two. He can be a two. I think somebody's going to pay him one money, which Real. I think some, I think someone will do it. Okay, which I think would be funny. But coming off the injury, I think he's going to get a one-year deal. That's I think we'll get a one-year prove it from somebody. That may end up being Dallas. I don't yeah. think it should be, but uh, it could end up being Dallas. If I were Dallas, there's one move I would make. There's one or two moves I would really be trying to make this offseason. Get me out from under Ezekiel Elliott and get me out from under Amari Cooper. I would honestly be trying to move those deals. Amari Cooper costs $20 million a year. What is his cap hit next year? I got to find that out right now. There's a reason he was traded, and it's because his agent started asking for $20 million a year. <laughs> Amari Cooper is a five-year, $100 million contract. His cap hit next season, which is what it was this year, is $22 million. He has an out, and the dead cap is six million. You only have to eat six million of dead cap. You can probably get a first round pick for him. His twenty twenty two salary fully guarantees on the fifth day of twenty twenty two. Let's keep an eye on that because Amari Cooper's stat line this year. Let's see what it is. What did Amari Cooper put up this season? as a wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, 68 catches for 865 and eight touchdowns. No, pretty low. No, I'm not paying 20 million for that. Are you crazy? 20 million. And CD lamb is obviously the wide receiver one. Easily. Let's see what CD lamb put up. Did he have more than 68 catches? I'm assuming. Yes. They paid this guy $20 million. 20 million. CD Lamb, 79 kicks for 11.02 and six touchdowns. Less scores, but more production. Guys, it's it's clear as day. And while we're talking about the Cowboys, Ezekiel Elliott is not going to under uh, Ezekiel Elliott will not undergo knee surgery. And he was playing on a partial PCL tear in his right knee. Well, so he says. Yeah. Everybody says some stuff after they get eliminated from playoffs. But he's on six-year 90. His cap hit next year 
actually goes down from what it was this year. I'm sorry. No, it doesn't. 18.2 is what's coming up. It's his highest year. Ooh. 18.2. Tony Pollard Pro- can replace that. <laughs> now, the problem is his out isn't until next year, and he has a dead cap hit this year of 30. So, so he, he's playing on the Cowboys. He's staying. The Cowboys are stuck. Mm-hmm. Cowboys are in bad shape. I love it. I love it. I love it. Ezekiel Elliott had a better year this year than I think you and I thought he was going to have. Yeah, we thought Paul would, would like kind of take hold of the 1B position. It looked like it, and it just didn't really happen, which, you know, good for Zeke. Mm-hmm. You know, good for him. Zeke's stats this year, 237 rushes, which is good. But he broke 1,000 yards by two yards. 1,002. Really? That cost us a shot tick. Does it really? Yeah. We did, what do we say? He didn't break 1,000? I, I think it was 1,000. That's sad. That's really sad. Yeah, Ezekiel Elliott does not break 1,000 yards rushing. The last two seasons have been low production. That's going to be a win for us. <laughs> it's not. It's a loss That's, by two yards. That feels like a win. It's a loss by three yards. It was 999. It's a win, but it's not. So, yeah. I, last year, he only had 979, but he missed two games. This year, he played all 17. Only had, only had 1,002 on 10 scores. I, I don't know. I really, I really don't know. Tony Pollard in comparison. I, mean, I know Pollard didn't match him for touches or yeah. I mean, his yards per attempt is vastly better. Tony Pollard, 130 yards, 130 rushes for nine uh, for 719. That's really yards, yards per carry 5.5. That's great. It's very high. Ezekiel Elliott's average yards per carry, double checking. It's loading slowly. I updated my computer and it's acting terribly. Zeke's yards per carry. That is not what I clicked. Show me this. Show it to me. 4.2. That's lower. 4.2 is lower than 5.5. The more you know. So, (laughs) what? Nothing. (laughs) What do you know? What'd you say? AutoZone. (laughs) AutoZone? Yeah, don't do that. So not a sponsor. So the uh, Zeke and Tony Pollard, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, top tier O-line, Dak Prescott, you couldn't score enough points to beat the Niners. Yep. How fun is that? I I love it. So (laughs) bye. Now let's go on to the rest of our playoff predictions. We promised you we'd have it. Brought the fire. We have our predictions. And we have a neat little chart here. We're going to do these quickly because there's really not much to talk about. Coming up first, well, we're going to do AFC side and NFC side. I don't know what the schedule is. It doesn't matter. Sure. Tennessee, the Titans, with probably the return of Derrick Henry. No, face, it is happening. He, like, he's, he's basically said it. <laughs> they will face the Bengals. We said it before. I think the Bengals are a year early. Tennessee scares the crap out of me. I don't know. Epteen, tell me why this isn't Tennessee. I thought you were going to ask me why this, like, why this is Tennessee. This is Tennessee. Yeah, right? I mean, Tennessee matches, matches up well. You have Derrick Henry coming back, and he's pissed that he, he basically lost his 
rushing title to Jonathan Taylor just because he couldn't play. He was Derrick Henry was making like a legitimate case to be MVP, and he would have he would have ended a lot better than Jonathan Taylor. So he, maybe he actually wins it. Um, Derrick Henry so- carried the ball. 219 times through eight games, which by the way is ridiculous. But he had 937 yards through eight games. There are 17 games now. There are 17, and he almost had Zeke's total. Now, I'm going to read you his rushing numbers each game 17, 35, 28, 33, 29, 20, 29, and 28. Now, for what it's worth, that 28-carry game, he only had 68 yards. for That's an average of 2.43. But the 35-carry game, he had a 5.2 average. Still good. So he's just different. Uh, Tannehill is really the only quarterback, like really the only like factor here that could ruin the game for Tennessee. If he just like completely sh- uh, shits the bed, <laughs> then uh, Tannehill... Can can cost him the game. Uh, Joe Burrow's great. Jamar Chase is great. Uh, I think it'll be a high scoring game. I think it'll be a fun game. It might be the best game of the of the week. I expect it to be. I got Tennessee winning this one. As do I. Moving on to the Chiefs and Bills. My favorite game of the week. Tight game. This this was a tough call for us. In fact, Evteen had to kind of convince me. To pick Buffalo. I don't know. Both it's, teams are coming in hot. Yeah. But one team had to play uh Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. <laughs> and the other <laughs> team had to exercise some demons. I think Buffalo is kind of just playing with their own legacy, really. And it just feels like this momentum is building for Buffalo. And I just see them. Like Josh Allen right now has been playing out of his mind. Everyone will have Patrick Mahomes over Josh Allen, though, in a ranking. Yep. This is one of those games where Josh Allen could put a little a little bit more respect on his name. And really, he has not gotten that much respect for the way he's turned around his season because he did not play well in the beginning of the season. He had a bad start. We actually talked about him having a bad start. That yeah. He had regressed a bit, and he just – you know, heard that and was like, nope, screw it. I'm going to get better now. He blew it out of the water. Like he's playing like one of the, like he's one of the best three quarterbacks playing like in the NFL right now. Yeah. He's completely just lost it. <laughs> the man, and man's playing possessed football. He ended the season 4,400 yards with 36 TDs and 15 picks. It's a high pick number, but I don't care. The production's as good as it is. And he started off very poorly. <laughs> Yeah, his one bad game, and he played a bad game against Atlanta, but the Atlanta game was so awful, and they still won. They ended the game on a end of the year on a five game winning streak against Carolina, New England, Atlanta. Granted, the Jets and then New England again. Uh, well, no, the New England again was a wild card game, so they ended the season on a four year a four game winning streak. Buffalo, I don't know. Buffalo kind of just feels like they're unstoppable. Like there's this unstoppable force behind Josh Allen. And I don't know. I think, I think we see Josh Allen purge another demon with this game. This could be a very interesting football game. Very interesting football. Also, game. Buffalo, Buffalo has the best defense in the NFL right now, don't they? 
they may. They definitely have the best defense in the playoffs. I believe that's true. But let me double check. NFL. I'm pretty defense, sure they have the number one defense. Defensive stats by team. Uh, rushing is Tampa, but hold on. Total defense. Total defense at season's end, no. Oh, sorry. That says regular. No, no, no. Regular season, please. Not playoff. Playoff, it says Rams. That's because, you know, of what we just saw happen. Yes, the Bills are the only team in the NFL that finished the season giving up less than 300 yards a game, which is obnoxiously good. They're kind of built for the Super Bowl, aren't they? They're built to they have, they have the, the best passing defense in the NFL. Uh, they do struggle stopping the run, but they're playing Kansas City. Kansas City doesn't run the ball at all. So this that that's another dynamic for this. They match up well with the Chiefs. If they when when and if they play the Titans, it's gonna be a tough sell. Mm-hmm. But even the Bills offensively, the things with the Titans is that they struggle stopping and running the ball. They don't know how to stop the run and they really don't run the ball that well. But the past few weeks, Devin Singletary's woken up a bit. The Zach Moss experiment taking over for him didn't work out that well. Singletary took the job back and he's fighting hard for it. The guy was on the outs midseason and now no, he looks fantastic. Looks solid. So, you know, we'll see. Chiefs obviously anytime you anytime you play against Mahomes, Hill and Kelsey, you question your sanity, but I think the Bills have the arsenal to make this happen. I think they do have it. There's a chance. Is this the Sunday night game? This better be the Sunday I night game. I don't think so. That's so stupid. I do not think so. The yeah, Yes, it is. Okay. It's the last game of the weekend. Okay, good. It's not only Sunday night. It's at 3.30. Okay, but it's, it's gone. It's the primetime game. Basically. It's the last game of the weekend. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next game. Next up is Buccaneers and Rams, Tampa and L.A. Uh, we both have the Rams winning this one. We do. It's a little surprising. Tampa didn't look that good. I think it ends. I think it begins and ends with Matthew Stafford. If Stafford uh, continues to play well in the playoffs, then the Rams have the talent to win this game pretty comfortably, actually, because Tampa Bay's players are falling apart. Their offensive line, Ryan Jensen and Tristan Wurz, uh, both did not participate in practice today. It's January 19th. It's Wednesday. Wurz looked bad as far as injury. Yeah, they both have ankle injuries. Uh, Tampa Bay has a long list of injuries that include key players. The Rams do not. They got a Cam Akers who's back after five months uh, off of an Achilles, and he looked great. Um, Honestly, right now, the way I see it, I, if, if Tampa Bay wins this, it's an upset. Yeah. Rams looked solid. They didn't have to have Stafford force the issue much against the Cardinals. If in a, in a situation where Stafford has to force it, I mean, listen, if you told me at the beginning of the year that Brady and Stafford will be meeting in the divisional round, I would have thought you were crazy because I actually had them in the conference. Although we did kind of say initially that we thought Green Bay was a Super Bowl team. Yeah. Beginning of the season. But I, I'm, I love this matchup because I'm such a Matt Stafford fan. I know I just got very far away from the mic, so I'll say it again. I'm I'm such a Matt Stafford fan. I'm so excited for this matchup. Uh, Tampa can win. 
again, anytime you play against Tom Brady in the playoffs, you think you're losing your sanity a little bit. I'm I'm riding with the Rams. They they're more talented today. Uh, they've got a little bit of a streak going in right now, uh, as far as what they well, not really a streak oh, because Sanford's but they're finally yeah. right. They're not, it's not really a streak, but they're they seem to maybe be warming up again that they can maintain it because they look better in their game than Tampa looked in theirs. If they can maintain that, you know, heading to Tampa, I, I think they got a shot to take this from Tampa and head to, you know, the, um, well, I could just say it and head to Green Bay because we'll talk about Niners Packers next, but I don't think you should be surprised by our pick. We have Green Bay finally winning against the Niners in playoffs. Yeah, he's 0-3. Rodgers is 0-3 against San Fran in the playoffs. Uh, we uh, think it's going to be 1-3. Really important question. Are they playing on Saturday or Sunday? Really important question. Saturday. It's snowing on Saturday. That makes it – I don't know what direction that goes. There, San Fran plays warm weather, but they run the ball a lot. There's 50% chance of precipitation, and it's 23 degrees Fahrenheit. It'll be lower on wind chill. And we yeah, asked 16 miles per hour on wind. That's a lot of wind. What time are they playing? 5.15 p.m. It's even West, colder. Western uh, Pacific time, so 7.15 their time. It's even colder. Wow. It's going to be fun. <laughs> going to be fun. That's football. That's it real can, football. It's going to feel like it's zero degrees. That's what it says? It's going to feel like zero? That's what George Kittle expects because that's what he said. Good. Good. Kittle literally said uh, zero degrees. Playoff game at Lambeau, zero degrees. What else can you ask for? <laughs> I mean, it's perfect. It's what you want in football, but uh, um, not, if the, not if you're the opponent. I think Garoppolo is going to fall apart. He's going to have a rough time. He's going to yeah. have a rough go at things. You know what's funny is Trey Lance, I might use him. He's oh, yeah. North, he went to North Dakota State. North Dakota does play indoor, I believe. I think uh, I think uh, if, you're, if the game's getting out of hand, you should use Trey Lance, honestly. Yeah, I mean – he was born in Minnesota. He's he, from he knows the north. The, I mean, he knows. knows the cold. I don't know. I, I might. I don't know. I might. I might have a set of plays just for Trey Lance. I might think about using some Trey Lance. That's all I'm saying. And uh, Packers, it's really, it's really easy. Uh, quadruple cover Debo Samuel. <laughs> yeah, just stop him. Stop him and you should be okay. Yeah. And like let let Brandon and I you go for two hundred yards. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, what do you care? Um, moving so forward, moving forward, the championship games we have the Bills uh, playing Tennessee the Titans, Titan Tennessee Titans, and we have the Titans winning the game. We do, and it's mostly because Derrick Henry. How do you keep Josh Allen off the field? You run the football. Who's going to stop Derrick Henry? Probably not the Bills. Probably not. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm interested with with Tennessee here. They're they they have the matchup by a lot, right? Like this is not something that work. It doesn't work for the to the Bills' advantage. The Bills don't stop the run that well, and Derrick Henry is a human warhorse. And so, um, you're gonna you're gonna be at home. You really shouldn't lose this game. He's a panzer come to life. It's just, you know, his name is Optimus Prime. This is not okay. Uh, now let's move to the NFC. 
it's funny. You purge your San Francisco demons, and then we have LA coming in to play at Green Bay. And you the rip cold. them apart. Uh, it's it's really funny. Matthew Stafford. We have Matthew Stafford returning to Green Bay in the Again. NFC Championship game. Here's the thing. Matt Stafford knows how to do that. But the Rams play indoor. I, I'm sorry. I can't get there. There is a path for the Rams to beat um, to beat Green Bay in Green Bay. And it's the defense, not the offense. It's the defense, but it's also you must throw the football. Yeah. Because you can beat Green Bay's intermediate and deep. You can beat Green Bay intermediate and deep as long as you stay away from Jair Alexander, who I think was designated to return. Also, Cam Akers, I would use him a lot. Green Bay does not have a good run defense at all. Nope. Uh, It's an overrated defense in Green Bay, a little bit overrated on defense. If Cam Akers comes back and he plays like he's missed absolutely nothing, which he's done already, then – Green Bay, you should be a little frightened. You might want to see Tampa Bay and not LA in the, right. in the conference championship. And but I think the NFL ratings want to see Tampa Bay and not LA. <laughs> Actually, I don't think they care. I, I think, think, I think way, it's a big hit. Yeah. So uh Super Bowl, we have a Green Bay playing Tennessee. And it's in the boring, be- it's one seeds. In the beginning of the year, we had Green Bay in the Super Bowl, and we have stuck to our guns. Yeah, we're gonna stay with it. Uh this it's a more, I don't even know if I could say it's a more complete team because I will say Tennessee terrifies me. Tennessee, Tennessee like we just we just talked about how Green Bay doesn't have a good run defense. Yeah. And Tennessee, we're right here, we have the best running back. I know. <laughs> Tennessee is so terrifying and absolutely could steal this from Green Bay. No question. This I, one's I, being played in, the, in LA, isn't it? The Super yes. Bowl? Yes. Damn, Rams fans, you have a potential quality pickup right here. <laughs> Tampa did it last year. I listen, Tennessee, you can win this game. There's no question. In oh, fact, yeah. I don't think it's a blowout at all. I think you have a really good football game. In fact, I'm less confident about Green Bay now than I was a week ago. God, Tannehill in the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. <laughs> Worst quarterbacks have won it. Yeah. Worst quarterbacks have won it. Uh, I, I'm still going to go with Green Bay. We, we made the pick months ago, and I, I want to be right. But Tennessee is a terrifying obstacle right now. Buffalo is a terrifying obstacle. It doesn't matter to me who wins that game. It's hard. Either way, I think the AFC's got good football teams. I think the best team in the NFC is clearly Green Bay. I don't know who the best team in the AFC is right now. I think it's probably – I think the best team is probably Kansas City. I just don't think they match with Buffalo that well. I think Buffalo's going to be able to take, take advantage of it. I think Buffalo's the best team, actually. Well, we have Tennessee in the, fi- in the Super Bowl yeah. because of that one Autobot that they have back there <laughs> running the ball, the $6 trillion running back. Doesn't it feel like uh, Tennessee's like window might just be like this year? <laughs> I don't know. As long as that guy is upright, they have a window. Yeah. As long as that guy is running the football. They ran, I do not hear how many times he ran the ball. Do not hear what I said. Like, that's the offense. How they still, how they got the one seed without him for half a season, I do not understand. But they did it. Let's, let's have a little fun. 
with Deonta Foreman, by the way, who's also big as hell. Stupid. It's clear Tennessee has a type. Big. Thick. Thick boy. All right, let's let's have a little fun. As uh, as you've noticed, the regular season's over. We've talked yeah. about playoffs today. Do you want to screen share that with me, by the way? Sure. Let's go to our shot takes for regular season shot takes because it, it is time. Um, can you see it? I can see it. All right. Do I still do this? <laughs> Why not? Okay. <laughs> it's up to you. Did you bet already? No. We're watching an eBay auction as well. All right, so we're almost we'll done, start. so we can commit our time to that. We will start on Cincinnati. John will do the research for me, and I will hey. read the and I will read the shot tape. Oh, I bet you were wrong on number one. <laughs> uh, so we have we have Jamar Chase does not lead rookies in receptions or yards gained. Is that is that like an and or is that like if he doesn't lead in one? You know what? If he leads in one, which I'm sure he does, then we're just gonna call that an L. Okay. So let me check. It. We're gonna do yards. Mm-hmm. Actually, you want to do and or? There's one of those categories he doesn't hit on. Sure. Yeah. Is that the way you want to do it? Yeah. Okay. Then that's green. Okay. Because Jalen Waddle out receptioned him. Jalen Waddle did turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> Jalen Waddle out receptioned Jamar Chase. So we are not going to drink on that. And don't worry, there's plenty we will drink. On. Yeah. As far as yardage, Chase was fourth in football. Okay. Fourth in all of the league. So if we were going on yards, wait a minute, hold on. I think we have to drink on it. Because you know what I think the intent was? What? That he doesn't lead either one in. You're just looking up the look. You're looking up the definition of or. Yeah. I think what we intended that to be was that he does neither. Okay, so or is used to connect two or more possible. You can't use or. <laughs> Here, I I think I think we have to drink on it. All right, you want to drink on it? We'll drink on it. I don't getting- want. No, no, I don't want to. We're already getting. But I think it. what we intended was he doesn't lead in either or. All right, at number two, we had the Baltimore Ravens miss the playoffs. They did. They did. Uh, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers one. Najee Harris wins Offensive Rookie of the Year. We do not have an answer to that question yet. But he won't. But he, but he won't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield will sign his extension before Lamar Jackson. He probably won't, but we don't have the answer yet. Uh, Houston Texans. Deshaun Watson is traded during the season. Didn't happen. This is one of the ones that we thought we were wrong anyways, but we just like, we wanted to put some of crazy, crazy ones in there. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence leads all rookies in interceptions. Did that happen, John? Checking. Rookies interceptions. I think Zach Wilson getting hurt really helped us. (laughs) It did. It helped a lot. I am checking. Rookie interceptions lead. Oh, nope, that's not what I'm looking for. That's corners. I need quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence did lead the position with 17. In all quarterbacks? Of all quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence threw the most interceptions in the NFL this year. Yep, at 17. 
Matthew Stafford tied. Then we did it. That's it. 17. <laughs> That's it then. We did it. All right. Yay. Uh, I saw Derek Carr too high on that list, by the way. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Yay. We make that one green. I was pretty sure that that was true yeah. as well. Uh, I really this, this is another one of those uh, extreme shot takes. Tennessee Titans will forfeit one game d- due to COVID. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. And that's going to come back again one more time. Yeah. Uh, Indianapolis Colts. Carson Wentz will only net a second round pick. Didn't happen. You got me my one. I'm glad to drink on that one. New York Jets. Corey Davis ends the year top 10 in receptions for wide receivers. He wasn't even a little close. Not even close. Miami Dolphins. Jacoby Brissett starts a game. God ding, bless- ding, 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 ding. God bless you, Brian Flores. <laughs> the New England Patriots. Mac Jones starts week one and keeps a job the entire season. He did that. Buffalo Bills will forfeit a game due to COVID. We told you another one was coming. That was also wrong. All right. Do we do we need to check this one again? Let's check this one again. No, we were right before. Okay. I mean, I'll check now, but yeah. I don't I don't think he played any more regular season games. Kansas City Chiefs. Clyde Edwards Alaire will not beat his all-purpose yard total in 2020 of 1100. Did that happen, John? His all-purpose yard total this season. Checking. He did not. Not even close. Yeah, I have regular season 517. Yeah, not even close. That's a, that's just rushing, but his receiving is sub 200. No, he did not break that at all. We win. Uh, another one you get to check. Justin Herbert gets at least one vote for MVP. I can't check that yet. I'd be completely shocked if he didn't. He will get one. We expect uh, that. Las Vegas Raiders. Darren Waller leads the league in receptions. This he is not one of those extreme ones because we he, couldn't figure out one for the he didn't lean his He didn't lead his team in receptions, so yeah, no. Let's go on a run for uh, Denver Broncos. Vic Fangio would be fired midseason. Didn't happen. Probably should have. So close. <laughs> um, Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers repeats as league MVP. Probably Not sure will, yet. but we will see. Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins is benched before the end of the season. He did miss a game due to COVID. We do not consider that a benching. No. Chicago Bears, Justin Fields leads all rookie QBs in touchdowns. I will be shocked if that's right. <laughs> uh, he, he No, no, he didn't. I don't even need to look that up. Okay. Detroit Lions, Jared Goff leads the league in turnovers. We do need to check that. I'm going to check that. I'm going to check his interception number first, and then we'll go to fumbles. But if it's sub-17, we already know it's wrong. Goff only threw eight picks, bud. Fumbles. He had eight picks, and Um, I don't have any fumbles. He's uh, he's sub-17 turnovers. Nope, we're wrong. We're wrong. No. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, he only fumbled. He he lost a bunch of fumbles, but not 10. Uh, The reason why we made this bet is because, like, the last two years, he's made – he he's had 45 turnovers. <laughs> the guy gives up the ball, like gives up the ball like it's his job. Let's see how close we were. I think um, he led the NFL. I think he led the NFL in fumbles. He led the NFL in fumbles. Well, he led it in October. Jared Goff stats. I just was on this page. Look at his fumbles lost. The FL stat. FL. Zero. That's in that oh, game. Uh one, three, four. Five, six. 
six plus eight picks, 14. They're pretty no. good. Yeah. We are drinking. A lot. <laughs> uh, next, we have Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay's one and done the playoffs. No. Didn't happen. Atlanta Falcons. Kyle Pitts eclipses 1,000 yards receiving. He did it. 1,026. All right. 1,026. Good job, Kyle. Only the second rookie tight end ever to do that. Uh, New Orleans Saints. Jameis Winston wins and keeps the starting job the entire season. We're going to count that as a win. Jameis Winston would have if not for injury. Yeah. Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold breaks 4,000 yards past. (laughs) No. Why is this red? Was what red? This means this means he did. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we, <laughs> there's my one for that. Yeah, there's your one. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott does not break 1,000 yards rushing. He broke it by two. He broke it by two. It's a loss. Got to take it. Um. Okay, I'm going to check Dak now. So Hertz is just south of 4,000. It's no. Dak broke 4,400 passing. All righty. Another drink. <laughs> Washington football team, the name will stay the same. It, won't. it doesn't. It isn't. We still think it should be Red Wolves. It won't be. It's expected to be the Commanders. New York Giants, Mike Glennon will start at least one game. He did. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers, Trey Lance will start the majority of games. He didn't and probably should have. Seattle Seahawks, DK Metcalf falls to wide, wide receiver two on the team due to yardage. In terms of yardage, so Metcalf had 967 yards receiving this year. If Tyler Lockett breaks that number, we survive that drink. He's to break 976. Tyler Lockett broke 1100. Tyler Lockett. Wasn't even close, Shaq. It was not, (laughs) Shaq. 967 and tons of touchdowns. His 12 touchdowns are impressive, but Lockett caught two less balls but caught for 200 more yards. The Los Angeles Rams, Matthew Stafford breaks 5K. Did he? Now I'm assuming I meant that as a means of passing yards. So I'm not, not going to beat it by running over it. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm not. I'm probably not. I'm probably not going to factor in his rushing. I mean, listen, I don't think he beat. So passing, he did not. Now, if I were to factor in his rushing yardage on the season, he still would not. All right, there we go. Was he, he close? On rushing? If, yeah. if we had rushing, he's less than 100 away. Okay, then he was close. On passing, he was at 48.86. He was close. He All was right. very close. Last one, Arizona Cardinals. A.J. Green breaks 900 yards this season. I mean, I'm sure this didn't happen, but I'm going to look it up. Man, we missed on a lot. Uh, A.J. Green... Had 848. <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> 848. It's a shame he had a good year. Had a decent year. Uh, Missed on uh, that, too. How many are we drinking for, John? All of them. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. 19 shots. As of right now, it's at least 19 shots. These With will that. not all happen in one day. With Najee, it's 20. <laughs> um, 
with Najee not winning off as a rookie year, it's 20. I think the rest will probably be safe on. Uh, no, Aaron Rodgers might not win MVP. He won all pro and he won it easily. Uh, he might not win MVP. It's the same voters. <laughs> it's not it's not all the same voters. It's most majority is. No, because one of them no MVP's associate of press. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, we're probably drinking 20 shots. We'll do it during the offseason into the NFL draft. It'll be a lot of fun. We Let's will do wrap some it up. at a time. Let's wrap it up here, John. Um, anything to say? <laughs> I, I'm sorry to my liver. Uh, you were a good liver. But uh, it's time for you to retire. Or work overtime. One or the other. Uh, this was Objectively Wrong, presented by The Next Man Up. I'm a teen. That's John's liver. And, and we'll uh, see you next week. We'll see you next week.